listen to the way I sound if I really just let my voice go. You do sound deeper, but it's okay. I'm sorry you're sick. Like what Me a, too. What an imperfect way to start our Picture Imperfect podcast. I know. I want to touch the microphone. Okay, listen to my voice. This sounds horrible. It's different. Well, you're, you're sick, <clears throat> but yet you can still smell the studio today. I can smell. I can smell dog food. <laughs> yeah. She walks in. She goes, why does it smell like dog food in here? And I, <laughs> I look over and I have this package of matador beef jerky I which left is open. really good beef jerky i've it, had it before you gave it I to me it? last week yeah it was really good well that's apparently it's very beefy smelling <laughs> it is beefy smelling and that's pretty impressive because i'm super stopped up and that's all i that's the only thing i've been able to smell in 24 hours <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny i'm so excited we're eating tacos tonight even though i won't be able to taste them i'm super excited to get them <laughs> It's like, you know, it's so good for you. And so you're okay not being able to enjoy it fully. Yes. It's like when you go to a massage and you can't shut your brain off. Yeah. And it's like, you're not getting the full experience because you Mm -hmm. can't shut your brain off, but you know, it's still good for you. Yes. Mm hmm. Well, I was planning on cooking dinner and Sean called me and he's like, hey, because he's been sick and now he's feeling better. And so he's finding out how I was feeling. And um, and he knew we were recording tonight. And he's like, hey, you want to, since it's Taco Tuesday, when you get home, we'll just go to Poncho's and get tacos instead of you cooking. Which I got up early this morning and actually put together my fajita tacos. Wow. My crock pot was filled with something else in the fridge. So I just made it all and stuck it in a bag. So it'd be faster when I got home tonight. So bonus meal tomorrow i'm gonna take those ingredients and turn it into sweet and sour chicken because i had never put the seasoning on it and it's the same oh, components so there you go i just let's just yes i know i know i know you you wanted us to actually get to the show just wait i have to just <laughs> wait for say, it wait I have for to it say <laughs> you impress the snot out of me what are you talking about that you can think about the like you got up early you made food ahead of time like i'm just now uh, uh the mother of a one and a half year old and i'm just now like yeah i think i've i can feed her every day i can do this <laughs> one of you my know? favorite things in life was that right after you first had iris you would call me and we'd do a check-in hey how are you doing and you would be dead serious you'd be like hey she's still alive <laughs> and you were dead serious yeah. I have lived such a, I mean, so I had her when I was 36. And so I've had such a long time to just have fun and not yeah. be responsible. Like I've been responsible to some sure. things, but compared to it's other a different, people. Yeah. And yeah. having a family and running a household it's is different. very different than it when it's is. just even just you and your husband being married. It's just super different. And I've never done it before. But, but I've gone to your house. Like I was over at your house last week. I sat there on your couch and did some work. Remember? Yes. And I just watched you like zipping around the house, doing the next thing. Like you'd already had that night's meal prepared, but then you immediately start doing stuff for the next day. Yes. You were thinking in advance. I was thinking in advance. I can't survive if I don't. Like I make my coffee the night before. I make all of our lunches. A lot of times I'll prep dinner the night before. I lay the clothes out. I have what you saw was my what I call my evening routine. Well, that was incredible. I do the same things every single night and in my mind I'm like you're almost there. You're almost there. You're almost there. You (laughs) get to go lay down and watch TV as soon as this is done. Brain (laughs) off. So I do. I like kind of race myself for how fast can I get my evening routine done. I forget how 
alike you are with my husband because he does the same thing like if if he listens to he'll listen to this eventually and when he does he'll be like yes Danae this is what I want us to be able to do like this is what this is the level I want you to get towards because then the next day you've got all this stuff like ready to go whereas my morning is like oh crap I've got to leave in an hour and think of all the things I have to do yeah and then well it just for me I would generally end up running late I'd feel chaotic it would put me in a really crummy mood and it just so you you just put it all up front yeah so get it all done you do so good i just got to see firsthand because i just instead of you entertaining me and talking to me in the living room yeah, you're right because you were working and i couldn't talk to you because Mm -hmm. you were working so i was like i'll just do what i would do if she wasn't here and i've never seen you in action oh wow so i just blow the mind you have witnessed that i live what i teach (laughs) i can tell you confidently that what she says she in fact does yes and that took me years to actually do because there was a long time when my husband would say you're teaching people these things but you don't do them and i'd say it's okay i'm a good teacher (laughs) (laughs) i know what the right thing is and so that really challenged me Uh, if i'm gonna teach it i gotta live it so well good thing here on this podcast we're just talking about not nailing things we're about getting them perfect we're just talking about living our best life and messing up along the way so we can both say we do that very confidently yes we do (laughs) yes we do by the way this is the picture imperfect podcast I'm Shannon. I'm Danae. And life isn't perfect. We aren't perfect. And here on the show, that's exactly what we talked about. We just talk about our journey and becoming yeah. better, not perfect. perfect. That's right. a very clear delineation. So today we're going to talk about self-care. We're also going to talk about uh, the big picture of self-care, like what that means, not just to Shannon and I, but just in general to other people, mm-hmm. because that's such a big topic. Then we're going to zoom in on a few actionable steps where we can try to improve in our own lives, uh, where we hope culture uh, aims to improve as well. So that's sort of what we're going to get to here. And we're also, of course, going to update you on a challenge that we we know this is technically the first episode. It's kind of unique. Right. We actually, Shannon and I did a series of test episodes. And in those test episodes, we issued challenges. So for um, all of our friends and fans who were supporting us through our test phase and coming into the actual official episode today. Hi. Welcome. Hello. We're going to put a little bow on how we did on our old challenges. That's right. Wrap that pretty little package up. Yeah. And whether we kind of failed our way through it or like super succeeded we'll, we'll right. kind of give you an update on that how did they do <laughs> how, how did they how did they do this is a unique episode today uh like i mentioned um because we are officially launching the very first time this is it right now here we are this is it what are we gonna do i don't know i mean just... <laughs> <laughs> i'm just looking at you going what's she gonna do next and i i don't know i just decided to throw everything that i planned out the window and what? instead today, we're just going to sing songs. Fantastic. <laughs> okay. Karaoke. <laughs> you I totally know better forgot. than that. Yes, you did forget. <laughs> Any of my students who are listening to this right now are going to be like, oh, my gosh, do not get her started. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's really funny because I was like throwing it out to be silly. But and I'm like, you're like, yes, yes. yes. No, I really do have a plan. Um, this is like the, the first time that maybe you're actually hearing Shannon and I. 
and getting to know us, I thought we could do a little game today. Ooh. Um, I'm calling okay. it Filter in Five. Okay. Okay. Here's the challenge. challenge. How do we do this? The challenge is is that you and I both can just go off on so many bunny trails, rapid trails, that we have to... Exactly. If we're going right. to focus, we have to filter all of our thoughts and, and get to the point. Oh, that's so hard in for me. five minutes or less. Ooh. So okay. maybe in the future, somebody will throw out a topic they want us to filter through. But today, to start off, okay, we're going to filter in five who we are. Oh. Okay. So, okay. And I'm going to add a little extra element. I've thought about this a lot. You can tell. Yeah. I'm adding an extra element because just in case you came prepared to the studio table tonight. I didn't. In case you thought, you know what? Maybe we're going to have to describe who we are to people because they don't know us just okay. in case you have something planned your elevator speech if you okay. will okay i'm gonna have you literally get up walk out of the room and walk back into the room and sit down because scientifically when you walk through doors you forget things really yes are you serious yeah i read this article like two years ago because i I'll tell you more about myself Don't here in a minute. Don't ever tell my students this research. <laughs> they will use it as their excuse for why they fail tests. It's just like, you know how sometimes you'll walk through a door or something. You're like, what, yeah, what you're was like, I doing? What was, I did that earlier today. What was I doing? There is a, a psychological uh, connection to walking through doors and, okay. ha- and entering into a new space that kind of makes you forget. Okay. Okay. So, so just for fun, I'm going to have you walk through the door, and we're not going to do this every time. Okay. But today we're going to. Okay. So, like, take, so take off. off your headphones. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep, yep. So she's taking off her headphones. She's setting them down. Mm-hmm. She's walking out the door. I love this so much. You have no idea. <laughs> she's gone. She's gone, girl. Okay, come back in. Yeah, you could come back in. And eventually, you do. Hi, Shannon. Hi, Danae. Come, come on in to the studio and sit down. I have a question for you. Okay. Are you ready for your filter in five question? Oh my gosh. This is making me so nervous. I got to set my timer. I almost forgot. My nose is running. I apologize, friends. This is your your sniffle filter in five. (laughs) Are you ready? Who are you? Go. Tell us about yourself. I am a woman. (laughs) Hear me roar. (laughs) I am a wife. I am a mother of three. I am a teacher. Um, who am I? I'm super passionate person about all sorts of things. I came out of the womb with an opinion about everything and I've been driving people in my life nuts about it ever since. <laughs> um, it's so true. Um, what I'm not is I'm not a singer, but I really want to be. <laughs> I can't sing worth beans, but in my head is <laughs> <it's> amazing. <laughs> Um, this is so hard because like I want to jump in, but I'm not. I'm wow. Um, this is hard. It's because you walked through the door. I you. know, man. Don't think too much about it. Um, I'm, I'm a new person. What do you want? What do I want to know about you what besides you that you can't me? sing for beans? I can't sing for beans, but I sing all the time. Um, you should have seen the look on some kids' faces when I karaoke this weekend. I was like, I am that bad. Like their faces can't hide the terror. It was bad. Um. Okay, so new person meeting me, I love people. I am insanely extroverted. I like thrive from people. I I love all sorts of people. It's just one of my biggest passions is when I see people, I literally see destiny and purpose. I it can be the homeless man on the street. When I I feel like I have this 
ability to like look into the souls of people and see greatness in everyone. And um, and I don't mean that arrogantly. It's just something that I feel very, very passionately about. I love if you never knew me before, you will find out very quickly. I'm very passionate about family and about home. That is something that um, it's funny. I put this thing on Facebook recently. What three things would you bring me to cheer me up? And everybody's commenting, I would bring you food and family. And it's so true to my and pu- and favorite things and puppies <laughs> and puppies. I love puppies. Um, I'm an Italian and I am super Italian. Um, I love to cook. I love to eat. I love to feed people. It's my love language. It is how I express love to you. And you cook well. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Um, I love to hang out with kids. That is something that just fuels my fire. I love working with young people. I just, I don't know. I just love doing life with people and just bringing life to situations. I love to laugh. Anyone who knows me knows that I love corny jokes, like the cornier, the better. And I genuinely enjoy them. And I can laugh for hours over them. Um, I love to crack myself up. I crack (laughs) myself up all the time. Um, I just, I love to laugh. It's like my favorite thing to do is to laugh. Love to laugh. This is why I sent you that meme. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I know you. I sent her a picture. I sent her a picture of legs, and um, one said above knee, and the, the words were above the knee. And then on the other leg, there was a slab of bologna it's that was bologna. bologna. So above knee, bologna. And I sat and laughed, and I showed it to as many people as it would look at it as possible. Yes. So I I was um, at this lock in last weekend with all these teenagers, and we were playing hide and go seek. And I thought it'd be really funny when we were playing hide and go seek to walk into every room and say to whoever was hiding, like, hey, Ashley, if you're in here, sniff once. If you're not, sniff twice. And then I would die laughing. (laughs) And I had this entourage of students walking behind me, shaking their head. And one of them goes, it wasn't funny the first time, but she's still doing it like 30 (laughs) minutes later. (laughs) And I don't know why I found that so amusing. I just got this visual of this kid sitting, hiding, like wanting to sniff. (laughs) And this is why I love Shannon. (laughs) I walk to the beat of my own drum. I truly do. I truly do. You did so good. I did. You still have 25 seconds. Are you serious? Yeah. And I even like talked in there. Wow. So that was good. Maybe in the future when we do the filter in five, it'll be the both of us tackling a co-topic in five minutes or less. But this one's special because we both have to talk a little bit about ourselves. Yeah. I guess it's kind of my turn. I, yeah, okay. which means you need to take off your headset. All right, I did. And get up and walk out and make sure that you walk back in and do a really sassy grand entrance. Okay. Give me some sass. She's gone. She is gone. Woo! <laughs> she just came in wiggling her hiney, walking backwards, doing her strut. Isn't that sass? Okay. Yeah, that was sassy. I've got the, I've got the timer set. Okay. Fire. Go. <sighs> What's the question? Oh, yeah. Who am I? <laughs> Who are you? Wow. Okay. I hope I do as good as you because you did fantastic. So I also am a woman. <laughs> <laughs> and you roar. <laughs> uh, I'm born in Southwest Missouri. Um, so I think many would say that I was born into privilege because I was I haven't ever been without food or shelter or love. And those are three things that not everybody has. So I guess one of the things that I've Notice as I've gotten older, I'm now 37. I turn 38 next month. Um, 
Also, I just became a mom. So I think I mentioned that earlier. Didn't I? Yeah, I did. Mm -hmm. The door. (laughs) The door is messing with me. Um, So anyways, I'm just realizing as I've gotten older and I'm having a family, just how lucky I am to just be born into this area because I also have always lived in the same city. I've lived in Springfield, Missouri my whole life until just a few years ago uh, when my husband and I moved closer to his job, which is in Joplin. Our goal as a family is to get back to Springfield someday because we just love the community here. My mom and dad are here. My grandmother's here. A lot of my family is here, my cousins and aunts and uncles and stuff like that. And so, um, and then I also have 38 years of friendships that have been developing on one level or another. And so I just, I don't know, I like it here. Some people um, growing up have said to me, and this is probably like, I don't know, 20 or 30 people over my life, which is quite a, quite a few. You need to be in a big city. You need to be in New York or you need to be in LA. And they've always kind of spoken to this thing in me where I love to make people laugh and entertain. Um, and then I also have people that have, will always say, you're an old soul because I also like to have long conversations and um, draw, like you were talking about drawing greatness out of people. Yeah. I feel like that's something too. Like I just don't see a body. I see a soul. Yes. You know, and I also take into account life circumstances before. I hate judging people because I hate being judged myself. Uh, I was born into a um, Christian family. So, and then I left as, as quickly as I could because uh, the church that I grew up in was extremely judgmental. Um, and that came from the people of the church. And so I didn't actually meet God on my own terms until I was in my mid twenties. So from the time I was like at 12, 13 until 24 ish, I just did my own thing and it got dangerous. It got nasty. I met some very horrible people, but I also met the most beautiful, loving, caring people who weren't Christians And so through their example, I kind of learned how to be a good person. And then when I had my own experience with God on my own terms, when I got older, um, I didn't want to be a Christian because of all the judgmental people I was going to be lumped in with. Right. But I did. I became a Christian. And then suddenly, not long after, just a few years later, I wound up being on an award winning morning show on radio. Um, I was not intending on being in radio or having a show or anything like that. I was a massage therapist and a business consultant and a project consultant and like the best right-hand girl any small business could ever want, yes. you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but that really shifted for me. And like of all the things in all of the world, I would have never expected to be in Christian radio. And it was met with like a lot of excitement and a lot of fear because I started to be told Uh, how I should be different. And I don't do well with people trying to define who you should be. If I'm passionate about one thing, it's that every single person has a right to their own journey and their own experience. And when you jump in and you judge, man, it gets nasty. So um, that kind of environment went well for a while. I found a whole new group of people who were Christians that were just as cool as my non-Christian friends. And that's kind of where I am today. I've been developing over the last seven years my career and craft and radio broadcasting and podcasting. And then also um, on my own for the past four years. We, I don't work inside of a radio station anymore. I just do my own show for my own studio and people buy it if they like it. And that's my main bread and butter. And the rest of my time is doing things I'm passionate about, like this podcast with you. How am I doing on time? Uh, you're doing amazing. You still have 18 seconds. Guys, 
I just want to say tacos are great. And, and ever since Shannon mentioned tacos, I've you been want so taco. hungry. <laughs> so yeah, that's a little bit about you about did me. Amazing! Oh, thank you. You did amazing. Woo. That was incredible. I didn't prepare. I promise. I knew I was going to ask you. Oh, there's a timer. There's the timer. Wow. I knew I was going to ask us to do that, but I purposefully didn't think about it too much. Yeah. And I was so nervous that I would know what to say, and I can't shut up. Imagine that. That's why I'm in broadcasting. You did um, (laughs) amazing. I can just talk and talk and talk. So I feel like all I did was like talk about myself just as far as like, I didn't give like any past experience. Eh, We'll just do shows. Here's the thing, though. That's exactly right. Over the course of this podcast, you're going to hear all kinds of stories. Right. You know, we'll be talking about things we've experienced, but that just gives a little bit of a peek into kind of who we are. Um, are you ready to jump into our big topic today? Yes, I'm excited. I am too. So each episode, what we intend to do is um, pick a topic and then kind of describe that topic and like the big picture of of what we're discussing. So we attempt to take kind of like a wide angle, essentially, of our conversation today. And the topic is self-care, as I kind of mentioned earlier. And like I also said, we're going to kind of zoom in here in just a bit. But we kind of want to think about this segment as... Like if you're walking through um, a museum and you see a painting and you're stepping, you're looking at it from across the room and you're just sort of looking at, you know, these paintings are huge and magnificent and they have so much Mm -hmm. detail from far away and you can tell what it is. But as you get closer and closer, you can see the brushstrokes. So that's sort of our intention with talking about the topic of self-care. And I'm going to put you on the spot, uh, Shannon. Oh, okay. (laughs) So are you in the museum of your mind? I'm in the museum of my mind. Okay, so the picture in front of you is self-care. It's a it's a big picture. What does like what do you see in that painting? What does that mean to you? For me, I think self-care is stillness and quietness. In mind, body, body, soul. Mm-hmm. All of it. Just a quietness is the only way to describe it. I'm not somebody that um, remains quiet very often. I'm um, always up, going, 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 never leaving a margin. I feel like I need to spend every minute of my day being productive or feeling like I'm working towards productivity or thinking about productivity. Just something. If I'm not doing it, I'm thinking about it and got to go. Can't sit, sit, sit. So for me, self-care as it applies to me in this season of my life is learning how to just be still, be quiet, be in peace, letting my mind rest, my body rest. Um, that's that's the part of self, I think, that like when you say self-care, you know, it's two words. And self is more than just one part. So I mm-hmm. think you're right. There, It speaks to the whole of who you are. Mm-hmm. When I'm thinking about the second part, like care, I actually did a little bit of research. Um, I spent about 12 seconds of research, but technically (laughs) it's research. I wanted to see what the definition of care was. Yeah. So I I really liked it. (laughs) Words are cool. (laughs) They mean things. Um, It's the provision of what is necessary for the health, welfare, maintenance, and protection of someone or something. So if you're going to care for something, it's so the word self isn't simple. It's pretty complex. And the word care, which I thought would be really easy, like you pet it and say you love it. That's caring for it. Mm -hmm. But it's actually like all of those really in-depth words. So you're providing what is necessary for the health, 
welfare, maintenance, and protection. Do you know that is so funny that you say that? I was reading about greenhouses last night, and I was thinking about the greenhouse effect. Okay. And that so goes along, I feel like, with what happens when someone takes their plants and they remove them out of the elements and they put them into a greenhouse. Why are they doing that? To protect them from the elements, give them what they need. Does that make sense? So maybe this image of self-care is a greenhouse and it's you inside this greenhouse. Yeah, like the greenhouse effect. Just what does a greenhouse do? What's its purpose? And we do need to take that intentional time to figure out how to define what is an element that you shouldn't be in, how to give yourself uh, the provision of safety from that. And it's all very intentional. You know, self-care isn't just, you know, that it's also taking the time to have self-care. And we'll kind of get into that here in just a minute. We actually asked uh, you guys what you think self-care means. And I think that this is also kind of what we're talking about, that it can be the version of self-care is different kind of for everyone, but it's also the same. Right. So um, D says, I teach a few lessons on self-care to my students. And we talk about recognizing when our stress level is high and finding an activity that is relaxing to help us relieve that stress. The important thing to note is that something um, that is relaxing to one person might not be to others. Right. Isn't that great? Yeah. I really liked that because it is something where like you have to identify when you need a self-care moment. You need to identify when you're out in the elements and you need to kind of move into that safe haven. And for D, she's talking to students about that being when you're feeling stress, that that's an indication that you might need some self-care. Amber wrote in saying, not making your light go out on everybody else before you've given yourself some healing time too. Can't help everyone without helping ourselves first. Sometimes we must be selfish and do what makes ourselves happy. Need to make our own souls happy first. Put yourself first. Um, I like that. She's talking about the light going out. You know, the gas to empty is the first thing that I can think of. That You know, the visual that, that Amber is giving of making sure that when you are out there in the world and you're giving of yourself, that you recognize that if you're not spending time charging up first, that you really don't have a lot left over to give other people and you can get irritable and crazy. You kind of talked about that earlier. Yeah, you have to first take care of yourself. In order to be any good for anybody else, you first have to be good for yourself because if you're not taking care of yourself and you're burning the candle at both ends and you're living a high-paced, high-stress life, that that's not only not a quality of life for yourself, but think about the ramifications of those around you that are having to endure that. Um, you know, they're not getting the best of you. They're well, getting what's left over. And you're not really exampling to them the importance of self-care. Um, you're showing them that when you take time for yourself, you're also by default Exampling to your family or whoever you influence that it's it's a valuable thing. And right. I think often in our society, we don't we don't value taking time. We, we value the go, go, go more because it kind of rises to the top. We're shown a lot in culture like you hustle, you hustle, you hustle. Right. Um, but we're not really designed as human beings to just go, go, go. We're just our, our literal bodies can't go, go, go. We have to rest. We have to find that stillness and that peace. Absolutely. And not just our bodies, but our minds. We live in a culture now where we're saturated with media everywhere we go. There used to be times before cell phones where 
you know, you drove home and the only thing you had in your car was the radio and it was limited stations. Now we're literally almost every waking hour we as human beings spend, we are plugged into something or someone doing, you know, whether it's out doing something or we're conversating with someone or we're listening to something. And so just having that time to just step back and just be still and be quiet and not have the noise going on. Bethany also wrote in about her version of what self-care means to her. And she's an occupational therapist. So she says in the land of occupational therapy, self-care means any of your activities of daily living, including dressing yourself, feeding yourself. She said beating yourself. I don't know that that could be a typo. I'm kind of thinking that's a typo. So maybe she means bathing, bathing, beautifying yourself. Um, Bethany, if you're beating people, we have other conversations to have. But anyway, we get your gist. Uh, feeding yourself and taking care of all of your personal needs. So self-care to her is, again, kind of like Amber. You've got to take care of yourself. Right. From the smallest activities of getting ready in the morning to the larger activities of beating people. I mean, believing in people or whatever she meant. <laughs> or bathing people. <laughs> we heard from another person. Uh, we have two D's in our yes. group. So this is the other D. The other D says, when I think of self-care, I always remember what the airline stewardess says about the air mask. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, this is a good one. I like that. You have to put yours on first before you do your children or other dependents. I use that as a metaphor all the time. I have to find the moment to take that bubble bath, knit that project, read that book, or listen to that music to pause and give myself some recognition and love so that I can then give the recognition and love to others. I love this. really like that. And you're seeing and feeling probably a very similar thread about finding time. In fact, that's really where we're going to zoom in next. Before we kind of get into that, if you have a thought about self-care, if you've got a story or perspective from your own that you think would be a really good thing to mention, you are more than welcome to write to us. Go to our website, pictureimperfect.show. There's all kinds of ways to connect with us and tell us about your story and your experience with self-care. I think sharing each other's stories is a really important way of just showing examples of how we all can live very different lives but still need the same kind of base level thing, which is to take care of ourselves. Right. Before we get into talking about like um, the importance of taking time, but which is kind of the common ground here, I have I have a question for you. What is one of the things in your life, Shannon, that is an example of how you go about self care? Do you want me to answer first? Because I've thought about this a little bit for my own. Yeah. I I make time for massage therapy and chiropractics. That's like one of the things I make sure that I do every month. I even go for acupuncture sometimes. So I'm, you know, I'm really focusing more on my physical body. Right. That's because I just recently went through a major physical change because having children means your body shape changes. I'm yes, just it saying. does. Yes, it does. I'm a lot heavier in the chest region <laughs> and I'm turning into a hunchback. So <laughs> um, my uh, body is constantly kind of out of alignment for the first time. And so I... Um, make sure that I stretch my budget, that that's like a huge priority for me. So I talked to my husband about these are really important things for me. And when my body feels good, then it's like I'm mentally I'm able to kind of feel better. And also when I'm in the massage space, I can kind of have some downtime mentally. And that's kind of a nice meditation self-service kind of moment. 
So I know not everybody can do that, but that's one of the actionable things I do in my life uh, to kind of make sure that I'm addressing this area. Did you think of one? Yeah. Well, I'm sitting here thinking it's hard for me to think of one because I'm just because I'm this, just so good at it. No, I'm not. <laughs> I It's just something that I've been really trying to intentionally hone in on um, in a way that I never have before. Like I talked about before with me being busy, 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 productive, productive all the time. I intentionally every day am just taking just quiet time, just still time where I am training my mind not to think, not to run rampant with thought, but to just be still. And what what I have found through just taking a few minutes here, a few minutes there, just a car ride here, car ride there, shutting the phone off, not feeling the obligation to return the text message immediately or return that phone call or whatever it right. is that maybe a false expectation that I've put on myself. Um, wow, that's some deep reflection. Yeah, and Ooh. just be, and just be in that moment, just really be present in moments. And what I found is I went grocery shopping the other day, which those who know me know how much I love to grocery shop. It's actually a stress reliever for me to some, walk through the produce aisle. Some people like to go to the gym. Some people like to go out in nature. Shannon likes to go to the produce aisle. Yes. And, and, at a beautiful market. Could you could you just describe I, I mean this is a little bit of money trouble. I don't care. Could you just describe what happens when you get to the the produce aisle, the grocery store? Well, it it's one my, of my favorite things. It lights my soul on fire. <laughs> <laughs> because I see just just endless opportunity. <laughs> I'm serious. I see no, color. I, I see shape. I, I. It's like I can smell. It's like I can taste. Like I just, I vividly like fantasize about the food I could cook, and I envision myself like I go to a different place. I, so, how you talked about earlier about um, being able to see the best in people and drawing it out of them. Yeah, you're doing the same with produce. With food. <laughs> I, love I it. do. Like I go and I love to look at good olive oil and good vegetables and. And I think about good crusty bread. Oh, I love a <laughs> good so loaf of Italian. bread. I, love I it. am. I just, <laughs> I do. I. Some might say I'm an unhealthy relationship with food. Some might say that's the people who are passing the strangers who are passing you in the grocery store while you're like lovingly caressing a, a large <laughs> cantaloupe or whatever you're doing. I do. I like to look at the different sizes and shapes of potatoes and the different. Like I go. Do you whisper every- to them? I love you. No. Not yet. No, that's next I, but level. I just I like grab him and I'm like, come here, you little cutie. I could cook you up. <laughs> <laughs> I do not, but that'd be really funny. I should do that just to see sometime if okay. someone. I legit believed you. <laughs> come here, you little cutie. Come here, you little cutie. You look so good, Martin. <laughs> As I speak through my teeth, like I'm talking to a baby or a puppy. Oh my god. So this is so, what you do for if peace and stillness. So for peace and stillness, <laughs> I like to. I, that is a stress reliever oh, for crying. me, and I do get massages and I do things of that nature. But what I found is just taking those little moments to just unplug totally from everything, including my own mind, and just be and be still. There's been this peaceful feeling washing over me, and I did go grocery shopping recently, and I ended up out for four hours. I was supposed to run to one store. I ended up going to like three, got lost in all of it, and I did not speak 
interact outside of a when the cashier would come hey how's it going and i would pay hey you've been in this aisle for 45 minutes staring at the food are you okay (laughs) you okay lady (laughs) i and it was so peaceful it was like the ultimate downtime i came that was your greenhouse so it was my greenhouse i was completely refreshed this is um such a great example of how it could be something different for everyone for my mom, it might be crocheting. For you, you know, it's going into a place that just feeds your soul, which is thinking about food. And I right. love that. There's people that it may be reading a good book. I love bubble baths or, well, baths. I don't generally do bubble baths. But that is something, I guess, an actionable step that I have been religious, if you will, about for most of my life is that's the only time that I get peace and quiet there where go. I go and read and kind of feed myself with maybe a book that's helping to push me forward in an area of my life I'm working on. Sneak peek uh, to our challenge coming up towards the end of the show. You were going to be asking you a very similar question to what I just asked Shannon, if not the exact same one. So, but we'll get to our <laughs> kind of hint. hint, hint. We'll get to that here in, <laughs> in just a second. I just think it's really great because all self-care is important. All of it is valid and all of it is needed. And the key seems to be that you actually take the time to do it. Um, have you ever heard the phrase, you have to take time to make time? I have heard that phrase. I call I like calling it carving out time because the word carve kind of indicates that you're working at making yeah. sacred space because it is. It's a sacred thing you have to really find. And it's it's like something that you just, you you want the people in your life to not really question it because they know it's sacred. And when you're carving out that time, it's like sometimes you have to work at it right. to make it. But then you do. You get I, in there. I love the way you think about things because <laughs> you're absolutely right. I would not have. I use the term carve out time, but I've never thought about it that way. You're right. It's work. It, that is a yeah, a descriptive of it's work. You're ma- taking an intentional step. What do you what do you think the first step is? In the process of making time, because really, if you're thinking about, oh, you know, self-care sounds so great, but how am I even going to go about it? Like what for you, Shannon, what would you advise someone who's just thinking, I do need to take time to make time for myself. I do need to carve out time and make sacred space. What what do you think that first kind of step looks like? I think the first step would be to literally go get into a quiet space and sit down and do a brain dump and inventory exactly how you're spending your time. Mm. Yes. Just immediately taking an inventory of what am I responsible for that I am truly responsible for that could not happen every day if I was not present. That's doing so interesting because that's exactly what I was thinking about too. I didn't put I didn't put it like you did, which I like. I love how you think too. Um, taking inventory, mine is to start to write everything in your calendar. So maybe mm-hmm. like a combination of the both of them, like do a brain dump, like Shannon said, which is just sitting down and writing everything. It doesn't have to have an order, doesn't have to have a purpose, doesn't have to look pretty. Just get it out of your head. Right. And then get it into a calendar. So that way, for me, I like to visually see my open blocks of time. Yes. And when I did this in my life, oh, man, I made an effort about I think it was eight years ago. Um, I was so busy. I was volunteering for three extremely successful businesses. Volunteering. Right. So I wasn't getting paid, but I was busy and I was hustling and I was doing really good. And I was seeing massage therapy clients at one of the busiest times of my absolute life. It was just the beginning of my radio career too. So all of a sudden I'm adding in events and I'm meeting more people and I'm making time for new relationships. And I mean, it was just a very wild time. And 
just before that, I was keeping everything in my head and I was doing pretty good with it, but I started dropping balls and I started missing deadlines and I started missing expectations. And for me, one of the best motivators is hurting other people. Like if I hurt other people, I'm like more motivated to do better because I don't want to hurt other people. Right. Messing up my own life is okay, but messing with other people kind of triggers me. Right. And so I decided to try to put everything into the calendar and I didn't get it right away. I mean, it's taken me years of focused effort to actually when I say to someone, yeah, let's do lunch next week. To actually put it in the calendar right then. Or, you know, um, when I say to someone, oh, I'll call you about that next week. I, I don't put it in a reminder list. I put it in my calendar. Call so-and-so, you know, so that way I, it's always in the same place. And when I started to really get a handle on that, I could genuinely see my open blocks of time. And I could begin to say no to things and schedule things. So I think we're kind of in the same place there. Absolutely. And thinking about every time you're saying yes to something, you're saying no to something else. And so by doing what Danae is talking about, it's allowing you to see what am I saying yes to and what am I saying no to? And are my yeses and nos accurate? Um, Because that's a big question. There's a lot of times that especially we as women will make ourselves responsible for things that we really don't need to be responsible for. We just kind of heap responsibility Mm -hmm. upon us. And I think you're talking about prioritizing, right? It's so important to make sure that when you're looking, when you have a moment to kind of look at what you're actually spending your time doing, I think that's the next step. Ask yourself, what does your calendar show you about your priorities? And then you need to go, what are my actual priorities? Right. And yourself needs to be really high on that list. And depending on like who you are and how you live your life, it may be number one. Uh, time with God might be number one. Time with family might be number one. I mean, those three things that I, as, a, as a Christian person, as I've mentioned, I definitely prioritize uh, spending intentional time trying to connect with the divine. That's a big thing for me. But at the same time, um, if you're putting that above yourself, sometimes that can get a skew. So just make sure you got a good balance up there in the top of your priorities. Yeah. Take and, care of yourself and your family. And making you sure know. that you're doing it on a regular, consistent basis, right. not running yourself ragged and then going, okay, now I need some self-care. Now I'm going to go get a massage because that's not going to fix it. It's Mm-mm. taking that intentional time. To and prioritize it regularly. And it's going to look different for everybody. For me, my intentional time is 10 minutes of silence right now every single day. And that's making a huge difference in my life. And then there are other smaller things I'll do like mm-hmm. taking a bath at night just right. to read because that's something that feeds me I I enjoy reading specific books on specific topics right. and then once a month or once every six weeks I'll go get a massage how so would, how would you rank yourself like if a scale of one to five maybe one um is not spending any of time on yourself and five is spending like plenty of time on yourself how because you're talking about you know, how you're applying self-time in your life. How do you think you're doing on that scale? I mean, I know it's like we're not trying to go for perfect here, but just as a- probably at a three right now, because since I started having some health issues, I started making it a serious priority. I was probably a one or two just a few months ago. Yeah, but I, I'd say I'm probably at a three. I'm doing better with it than I have in a long time because I had something in my life happen that kind of went whoop need to stop and reevaluate. Mm-hmm. 
So it's just more on the forefront of my mind right now. Has it been hard for you to prioritize yourself in your life? Like, because you all, you had a family pretty early on. I mean, like compared to me, I, I started I my family a, in my late 30s and you started your family in your I early 20. 20s. Yeah. yeah, I pretty much had a family. Sean and I were, I mean, within the first year of getting married, we were parents. Um, we had a little surprise baby that mm-hmm. we weren't planning on having kids right away. And then, you know, had our girls. And then about the time life was getting to a point where the girls were grown and getting ready to graduate high school and all that, we had another surprise baby, and right. so now I've got a four-year-old. And so do you think it's been hard then? Like, Oh, in absolutely. absolutely. It's interesting because for me, and I, I know I'm not the norm necessarily. I guess I shouldn't say that because I don't know. But I've had so much time to figure out self-time, and now I'm trying to figure out how to have selfless time and deal with the ramifications of my life not being my own anymore. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like... Um, I think I've listened to a lot of mentors in my life, a lot of people who have had families and things like this, who have told me so many times, it's so important for you to make it a priority from the very beginning. Right. That now that I've started my family, I'm that's, I think why I'm so like, nope, I'm going to have this time. You're really good at setting that the time aside for yourself. I've watched you. I mean, before you had Iris, since you've had Iris, you've stuck very strictly with no, I'm going this month, this is when I get my massage done, this is when I do this, and I love it. I love that you do that. I hope it's just something that means that I can draw from a well, because it's something, you know, giving to other people, giving to a little person that needs me, and then giving to all the decisions that are going to continue to have to be made in my life about her life, and, you know, there's just so much I've never had to think about before, so I can't imagine not being able to draw from a well of energy and peace. And I don't know. I just, I'm thank I'm thankful for other women, other men who've shared their story and their like kind of regrets in a way, like, right. oh, I wish I would have started this earlier. Yeah. Um, because it is, it's really hard, especially if you have a family and you have all this other stuff going on. Yeah. And then you add in someone that has a family and then maybe they work full time exactly. and, you know, maybe they have projects they volunteer on and it is, it gets difficult, but you just, you have to make the decision that you're worth it and value yourself enough. No one will ever value you to the degree that you value yourself. If you don't value yourself, the people around you aren't going to value you. So you have to be the one to step up and say, no, it's worth it. It is worth it. I'm important. And that doesn't mean an ugly, selfish, you know, I need my me time. And there are people that I need my me time, my me time. It's this. The purpose of the me time is to fill yourself up, to draw from that well of I like that visual, that well of peace that you're drawing from to fill yourself up so that you're able to give better into mm-hmm. your environment, into your people, into the the place that you've been put in this world to impact. And if you are going on empty, you can't do that effectively. So it's, I guess it's the motivation of the heart behind why you're doing what you're doing. It's a good point. Yeah, you do need to find your motivation. And maybe this is just stirring something within you and you haven't found that why yet. We would say that the why isn't all about self. It is about how you can give in this world and that it actually if you're a outward focused person and you like to serve or like you'd like to work all of that is positively affected when you have time 
for yourself. And, you know, sometimes getting into that self and quiet space is a little scary because then you have your thoughts. But, you know, write to us, tell us your fears, tell us if there's something that you would like to kind of think through with other people. And we'd be happy to kind of continue to dive into this topic of self-care. We, we very purposefully selected this topic to start off our Picture and Perfect podcast because we are likely going to refer back to this episode many times because taking care of yourself is going to affect every topic right. that we could ever talk about. And so uh, we're excited to kind of hit this bedrock with you, but we really do want to hear from you. And if there's something that's stirring inside of you or something that just you need some specific encouragement, uh, go to our website, pictureimperfect.show, and you can leave us feedback there. Our email address is there, our phone number's there, and you can write to us right in the website too. So let's get to um, the challenge. We want to issue a challenge every episode, something um, actionable, something achievable. We want to make them where we can achieve them because I, I like... I like winning. (laughs) (laughs) I do too. I need those wins in life. It's what keeps me going. There's too many goals in life that I don't ace. Um, We try to make them achievable goals. That's right. So uh, we like to kind of highlight the progress of them. We kind of poke fun at our failures as we go. Right. Um, I'm thinking about calling our challenge section the Photoshop challenge. Kind of an attempt for us to Photoshop a little bit. Kind of tweak something in our life. Ooh, I like that. Okay, okay. So. um, I love all the words you come up with. (laughs) I just love the way your mind works. Do you see why you need to take care of yourself? Because there's only one you. There's only one me. And I think of what you put into mind my life and what you put out into this world that if you weren't taking care of you, you wouldn't have these little sayings and thought processes. I thought about Photoshop challenge while I was taking a long bath. I just want to let you know, these are things that pop into your head sometimes. And then I kind of write it down and I go back to finding peace. Long, long pauses and long baths produce creativity. It allows you to have a space to think creatively and be creative and very clean cracks. (laughs) Uh, because this is the first episode you actually haven't heard us really talk about goals and challenges yet so let's back up just a little bit because we already issued challenges for ourselves like i mentioned at the very beginning of the podcast uh from our test episodes so let's give a real quick little flashback what was the um challenge that you took upon yourself and i want you to specifically talk about how you did both, you know, reaching the goal and maybe failing your way through the goal. Just what was the process of of your last challenge? Okay, my last challenge was getting my will written yes. for my family. Do you remember? Oh, yes. Man, that was a big one. Super overwhelming because with that, not only is it just overwhelming within itself just to go out to figure out, are you going to you have to go through the thought process? Are we going to do like a legal Zoom type thing or are we going to hire someone? Are we going to hire an attorney? Yeah. Like what? what Who's are the pros getting and the cons? children? Who's getting our millions of dollars? Yeah. Where's everything going? What's and so there was a lot to think about, a lot of hard things to think about. So the whole process was incredibly overwhelming. I kept putting it off. I'd put it on my to-do list and I put it off, put it off well, until we say, issued that challenge. And you gave yourself a lofty goal because when we issued the challenge, we're talking about like, what's that thing, that stumbling block in your life? And you're like, for me, it's my will. And you're like, I'm going to do it by next week. Do you remember? Yes. I, I think you said, I think you intended on getting it done like super fast. Yeah. 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 Because I just like to, that's me. Like yeah. it's productive. I'm just going to knock <laughs> it out do it. move on. And so sometimes I don't, 
take tasks and look at them for what they really are and break them down into manageable steps, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to attack it. And then I'm like, no, that didn't You're like, work. I could eat a cheesecake in one night. Surely I could eat an elephant in one night. <laughs> hey, if I like cheesecake, I know I could eat one in one night. Shouldn't, but I know I could. <laughs> um. Anyway, so the will. So I went ahead and made that lofty goal. And then life happened. All of a sudden, there's all these things you need to think about. And we do have adult children and a minor child. And so that was one of our main purposes for actually making it such a priority was because we did have a minor child. And what if something did happen to us? I don't want him lost in the system. I don't want family fighting over him. Right. So anyway, so I went ahead and... I had been dragging my feet on it until we issued the challenge. And as soon as I publicly issued that challenge, I was like, oh, I need to you gotta I need to do make it. this happen. And man, it felt so good. It did not happen in the time frame that I had hoped it would because life happened. Um, imperfect life happens. Imperfect life. But you did didn't happen. give up. But I didn't give up. I kept pushing towards, pushing towards, pushing towards that goal. And my will is done. Well, you did it. And my will, you know, even in the will, you have to then think about people that you have to ask to be the executors of the will. There's so like, much there's to think about. So much. The custodians, like there's so many things to think about within all of it. And so but anyway, but we did it. We were able to execute it. It's done. It's photocopied. It is safe in the safe and it is, it's done. Oh, did you get like one of those official seals, like with wax and everything? No, but I should. Oh man. I, whenever I think about signing official documents, even like the deed for homes, mm -hmm. I really wish that they had those little seals with, do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. One of my students at school has one. The project he just did. Rings. I think I might have to borrow it from him. I, that's like, why don't we do that anymore? That's just fun. <laughs> that's like arts and crafts and real life. You know, it's a signature extra. <laughs> signature extra. I kind of want to go online. I'm sure Etsy probably has people who make signet rings and like the oh, little I'm stamps. Sure. But there are people who are probably thinking, Danae, you're the last person who should be working with wax. So that's true. <laughs> um, for me, the challenge was uh, fail, 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 blah, 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 on so many levels. So my challenge was to finish my taxes from 2017 and 2016 because <laughs> I didn't want to go to jail. Um, I had had a child and because our taxes require me to do um, my own bookkeeping because I work for myself, which is really cool and I love it. But then there's like this business side of things and I grossly misunderstand my own abilities and when it comes to tax season, you have to turn on your bookkeeping. Well, my version of bookkeeping is delayed gratification, procrastination, procrastination, procrastination. That's just my life. It's how I've always been. And I keep like, no, I can do it this time. And so um, I didn't, though. I had a baby, got very distracted, didn't turn it in. And then like a year goes by and it's time to do the next one. I don't even know where the time went. All the sayings about we don't know where time goes is true. It just passes it does. quickly. <laughs> And um, we were approaching the next deadline for getting our taxes in. And then we did the extension. And then I'm like, okay, I've got to do it. So I go to sit down to do it. And uh, we issue the challenge. And I'm like, this is the big thing. This is the, when you're talking about the thing that's hanging over my head that like keeps me up at night, it's that my taxes aren't done. Because again, could go to jail. Huge. So yeah. That's huge. a big one. <laughs> um, and also a lot of people... It, 
can totally relate to to this kind of level of thing. And and so I boldly tell you my failures because you're not alone. That's right. Anyway, and then my computer crashed and it crashed again and it crashed again. So my journey of finishing up my taxes has just been a nightmare because my computer was wiped. All of my QuickBooks, all the progress, I mean, I had made progress, was gone. And then I had to reinstall everything and make a decision. Am I going to try to do all of my bookkeeping again or just pay someone to do it? And so I started reaching out, asking for help, had a super awkward conversation with a professional person who kind of like shamed me, which, you know, sometimes when you're going for a goal the naysayers just sort of like pop up and there's just like this negative voice that actually vocalizes in the real world. It's not, it's not just in your own head. Someone actually kind of attacks you. It was one of those moments. And it was just like, it was so devastating to hear this person just poo poo on me. And so um, I had to kind of rally for the final kill. Like it's kind of like in the moment in the movies, you know, when the hero or the heroine, they're like, they're down for the count and they're getting punched. And then they decide, no, I can do this. (laughs) And they rise up on the battlefield and they grab their weapon. and They just start slaying it. Slay so it! <laughs> I just I called my CPA and I'm like, uh, I'm just gonna pay you to do my bookkeeping. In fact, I'm gonna pay you to do my bookkeeping from here on out. So I not only turned everything in that needed to be turned in, I also made a decision to never do bookkeeping again. Woohoo! I think it's a success. Yes. It's a fail, 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 and then a success. So that's right. I think sometimes we tend to look at the success and be like, we did it, but we really want you to know. Man, when you goal set, it ain't easy. Right. So that's why I like to make our challenges a little bit kind of more lighthearted. Right. So thanks for letting us do a little backup, a little history of the challenge before. Really, that's just nice closure for all of our friends and fans who are listening to our previous stuff. But now we're on to a whole new season, an official launch of Picture Imperfect. So within the topic of self-care, let's talk about the Photoshop challenge that we're going to do between now and next episode so between now and next episode shannon do you have an idea in mind of what your goal is going to be in the realm of self-care we're just going to issue the challenge and then we'll do an update next episode do you know what you want to do yes you do something that i put off every single day that i make it manageable i yeah i'm going to okay, so okay. don't laugh at me I'm guys don't laugh oh don't my laugh. gosh what if i do you probably will okay so I mean, if I, it's you kissing on a potato, I think. No, <laughs> no, I need to exercise. I am not making exercise a priority in my life. And as I'm getting older, I'm realizing just how truly like valuable movement. it is. Just movement. Mm-hmm. I just need to have movement because... Like, yeah, when you say exercise, are you talking about gym? Because that's a huge no, goal. No, right now, I just need to walk for like 15 minutes every day or do some sort of movement. Just movement. I just need to get myself started. I took the first step and last year I scheduled into my calendar Okay, exercising every day at 4.30. So every day at 4.30, my alarm goes off and reminds me to exercise and I clear it. (laughs) (laughs) And I just don't make it a priority because I'm a go, go, go person. I'm busy, busy all the time. But don't you walk a lot at school? I do. I walk three flights of stairs, but it's not intentional self-care. It's I need to start taking care of what like houses me this body that houses me i just need to start spending some intentional time i've been very blessed my entire life 
to have a very good metabolism. Mm-hmm. Me eat, too. Yes. Thank you, could Lord. Eat whatever I wanted. Didn't have to exercise. I was one of those people. Didn't have to wash my face. Didn't have skin issues. Well, hello, bad habits that I've built over the last 40 years. I haven't taken care of myself because I haven't had to. And I'm, I, you can't see me, but I'm air She's quoting doing those it. air quotes. The sarcastic air quotes. Yeah. And I tell my girls all the time, man, do it right now because they're very much like me. They've got great metabolism, great skin. I'm like, girls, build the habits now because what happens is there's like a whole new world after you turn 40 that no one tells you about. Ooh, we need to do an episode it. on that ooh, sometime. Ooh, I'm writing it down. Hold on. Yeah, what, seriously, life. The truth after 40. It's it's true. There's so many things that happen. And now all of a sudden, those those things are catching up with me. So I need to start building some intentional habits in my life that I've spent 40 years not having to do and not making time for. So as silly as it sounds, I just need to intentionally move 15 minutes a day, whether it's a walk. And I feel like it's that downtime, whether it's a Mm. 15 minutes of yoga, just something that is 15 minutes of just stretches, just something where you're trying to start off like every single day, just caring for my body. Maybe I should make it three times a week. Maybe, maybe. What do you think? Because I always set myself up. You do, you do. And so I do. Let's think about like if you were to, so like what time of day is perfect? So maybe between now and next episode, you will have identified the perfect time to do something every day, which is hard, you guys, because when you are, I mean, for me, I do work full time. I am a mom to three kids. I run my kind, house. Like I, and I'm like, what have, time? I'm tired in the morning. I'm tired at night. Yeah. Do you want to do it in the morning? To make it a priority. Before your day starts where you just go out and you walk. I mean, and the, plus we're kind of going into the colder months. So like that's not an incentive right. to go out in the cold and walk. I mean, unless you like that kind of a thing. No, I don't. Like um, to be and cold. same in the evening, right? The sun's down. So do yeah. you want to go walking outside or is there something like you can do indoors where no one's going to bother you because you also have a family, but you also have a puppy that will attack you if you go into downward dog. Let's just be honest. Yes. He'll bite your face because he <laughs> he's he teething. He, yes, he will. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe maybe it's just like every day you're thinking, where is it today? And you're discovering where it is rather than saying it has to be at a specific time because maybe it's in the middle of your day one day or maybe right. it's at the maybe end of the day. Maybe it's just getting it done right now. Yeah. It's just, hey, I'm going to do I this. I think this is right now. So just keeping it at the top of your mind. Right. So uh, does that help though? Yeah. Yeah. I just know that it's something that it is I important. need. You're right. I need to make more of a priority than I have. Well, because I haven't made it a priority. I've gone through like phases in my life where, you know, we all get that. Oh, I'm going to exercise. I'm going to get healthy. Yeah. I'm going to get the workout bug. And I want, I'm just, I don't know. I want my forties to be sustainable. Everything yeah. I'm doing in my life, I'm looking for sustainability. I want it to be lifestyle. Right. I don't want it to be fad. I want yeah. it to be lifestyle. So like what it. do I need to do to set myself up to build, to build good habits. lifestyle habits? Mm-hmm. Yes. Whew, that's a good one. Man, I feel like mine's big too. I really thought about this. He, ugh, I can't believe I'm about to say this. I'm, I'm kind of nervous about my challenge for myself. Okay. Because I feel like for me, I'm doing really well with self-care in a lot of areas, but where I really need to improve and I think I need to challenge myself is to be present in my family in a way that it's kind of like, I don't know if it's entirely self-care and I think it is. Okay, let me tell you what it is. I, I want to turn my phone off on Sundays, like completely. Do it. So no phone calls, no text messages, no emails, no games, no like if I want to read something, it's not on my phone. 
I think it'll help me just disconnect from the great plug-in of the world. Yeah. And it'll help me connect to my actual life around me, which because I'm learning how to be a mom and I'm learning how to communicate with a husband on this whole new level, I feel like if I'm not present in my life in that way, in my Sunday life, in my weekend life, you know, it's not on the weekdays, you know, it's just in that, you know, that window. I, I just, I don't know. I think, I think it'll impact me all across the board, Yeah, but I'm really nervous about it because I, I'm definitely addicted to my phone for sure. Yeah, me too. Me too. So, but I think it'll also be kind of good, right? But every Sunday, whoo, that's a commitment. That is a commitment. It's not just like from four to seven, you know. Right. It's no, like, that's a commitment. I'm, I'm excited though to think, hear. Yeah, I think, think it's a good awesome. one. I oh. think it's fantastic. Oh, I am. So I can't nervous. wait to hear about it. Oh, I think that it's going to be weird at first. You're going to go because you take so many videos and pictures. Oh my gosh, you're going to have moments. But there's going to be something beautiful about you just capturing that moment through your own eyes. Yeah seeing it firsthand and letting it that memory burn into your mind without that photo because when we pull our camera out you stop a moment you stop a moment and you're not present in it anymore because you're watching it through a filter i'm exampling that when something cool happens you go to a phone instead of be present right i kind of want to break that habit yes but you're right that's one of the things that like as i thought about this challenge it'd be really really hard is if I use my phone appropriately in this time frame and I just pick it up and take a picture, is that okay? But like actually choosing to shut it off and not even take pictures and video, like not even capture moments. That's going to be really interesting for me. But I, I, I feel like I can, I, I want to look into the future. I wanted to, I want to talk to my 30 year old daughter. Who's like, I just love mom. I love that every Sunday you were mine. That you were mm-hmm. you are families that you were present like that you I knew you were putting us first because I knew that the phone wasn't there like I wonder right uh, maybe I'm living in a fantasy world where my daughter wants to have those conversations with me but I hope that no, it's impacted having, us having grown daughters I can tell you it's hugely important okay hugely important Woo! I'm and nervous and is, excited it is definitely the investment that you're making the return you're going to get on it is huge. I think it's awesome. Okay. I so love it. Love we're it, love going it. to intentionally, um, between now and next episode, begin this journey. Um, we're probably going to have many challenges going at once because some of our challenges are going to be ongoing. If you have an idea for a challenge that you want to issue or something like that, um, definitely let us know. As we've said, you can contact us on the website. We'll give you more information on that here in just a second. Again, in case you don't know it already, but we need to issue our community challenge yes so our challenge for you between now and next episode is to sit down and write out what self-care means to you you really do need to identify like for shannon she wants to intentionally spend you know time um walking and moving and just being present for her body for me i want to be present to my myself and my family by shutting off a very distracting feed of my phone So those are ways that we can actionably improve our self-care. But what does that mean to you? What is something that you can achieve in the next, I don't know, I think we're probably going to be releasing our next episode in a couple of weeks. So over the next two weeks, what do you need to do to improve? So so write that down. And then this is kind of a two-step challenge. After you've done that, the next thing that we want you to do is find time in your schedule to take one actionable step towards improving in that area. So 
you will identify just one thing. And, you know, like Danae talked about with the challenge that we had done through our test episodes, she found that to achieve her goal, she had to hire someone else (laughs) help. And I'm not saying we are not saying do this on your own. We are saying get creative. You figure out what is an actionable step I can take and what can I put in front of my path to help Mm -hmm. me be successful and make sure that it's manageable. And if you're not sure, reach out to a friend, reach out to us. You can reach us on our Facebook page. You can reach us um, through our email and and we'll give you that contact information here at the end of the podcast. But Just make sure that you're doing something to put a foot forward and move forward in your challenge. If you've had an experience in your life of self-care working for you, that you made time for yourself and it changed your life for the better, feel free to also write in with those stories as well because we want to share your stories. So, well, thank you so much for being here with us on this very special first official picture imperfect show episode. We hope that our conversation about self-care has been something meaningful to you. And if you have anything to add, like we've mentioned about what we've talked about here today, please write or call. Yes, you can reach us at our website, pictureimperfect.show, not .com. It's .show? Yes, .show. In fact, to help you remember that our website is a dot show and not a dot com, we made it even more memorable by making our phone number literally spell out yes dot show. So you can call us anytime and leave your audio story or audio feedback. Just keep in mind that your voice may be heard nationally. So if you don't want it to be heard, be sure to say so in your message. And the same goes for the stories that are submitted online. If you don't want anything said specifically or if you want to remain anonymous, just let us know. And as we're wrapping up, we want to say a big thank you to a few people. First, this show would not be possible without Studio DNA Network. And you can find other swear-free shows by going to (laughs) studiodna.media. We also want to thank Metro Woman Magazine for featuring this podcast and for believing in us. You can visit their website, 417metrowoman.com, to find a local distribution point in southwest Missouri. And a huge thanks to Sean Yarnell for making our logo. Yes. You nailed it. You knocked it out of the park. Thanks, babe. And finally, thanks to our fans who have helped us launch this show. You can join the community on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash Picture Imperfect Show. You can also catch everything that you need again at our website, pictureimperfect.show. We'll catch you next time where we will dig even deeper into the topic of self-care by talking about boundaries. Boundaries. If you're going to make time for yourself, you're going to need to learn how to say no. For right now, thank you so much for listening. I'm Danae. I'm Shannon. Have a beautifully imperfect day. Bye, friends. Well, won't be keeping that in. (laughs) (laughs) At it.